How's it going? Pretty good. I want to start the podcast off with the story. So we're doing a cold open then? Yeah. Like no, <laughs> no introductions. Just like when do we? Cold open. When do we not do a cold open? Almost all uh, we, of them have been cold opens. No. Well, some of them have been cold opens, but like we still do an introduction after that. Well, what's our introduction? It's hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, da 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 da, here with my co-host. They already know who we are. All right, we could just cold open it. It's fine. <laughs> What are y'all's thoughts on that? I make a good cup of tea, that's what I think. This, uh, busted open the old tea cabinet this evening. Got me a nice raspberry earl tea. Half a scoop of, uh, Belgian rock sugar. Crystallized rock sugar. One ice cube to cool it down a little bit to drinking temperature, dude. Rest is history. What a good cup. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> we can now. We can now. Okay, well, I had to unplug my headphones. I think they officially died. Mm. Oh, they really? I think they have officially Speaking of death, died. let's have a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, RIP Chadwick Boseman. RIP the king. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. John, what? What? Um. So you don't have your headset on anymore? Nope. No. Okay. Do I sound pretty terrible? No, you sound fine. Um. I just want to make sure everything is like good on your end, and you're not like. Yeah. Let me. Let me try. It sounds really like hollow. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me. It sounds really hollow. How does it sound now? It sounds real. You, I, 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 your voice is barely making it through. What about now? Is it helping? It's like it. It's. It does not. I mean, it, I can hear you, but it's not very clear. Okay, let me try one more time with my headset. See if okay. I can work out. So uh, I so finally died. So how was your week, Mason? Um. Uh, was what I do? Oh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Whatever. It was bad. Work. Yeah. Why? Work system. <laughs> this is pretty good. Someone snitched snitched on me at work. What? Ratted me out. What'd so you I get do? called. My manager says she wanted to talk to me, my store manager. So I get called in the back room. I sit down, whatever, and she's like, uh, "Someone told me that you stated that you did not want to be here." <laughs> and I was like, "Why would they say something so bold yet I love so this true?" Job. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was like, mm. <laughs> And she goes, I can't have you. You can't be saying stuff like that at work. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, noted. Won't happen again. Uh, immediately and goes then she's the like, other room. what'd you say? I said immediately goes to the other room. I hate this place. No, I was just like, I was like, okay. And she's like, she's like trying to get to the bottom of it or whatever. And I'm like, she's like, like, what, do you have a problem here? Or something? And I was just like, I just feel like I get no respect here. <laughs> But I said, and then we commenced like a one-hour discussion slash debate, and then that was the rest of you know that was that. Dang, it is what it is. Also, I have my headset back on. How does it sound? Sounds like fine. A headset. Okay, I have to jerry rig it, duct tape the cord down and stuff. But okay. Also, that was but, the uh, longest period of silence after I told my story that I think I've ever. I've ever sat through. Well, I was saying you never, you never, it's a pregnant pause. Oh, really? Wait, what does that mean? You don't know what a pregnant pause is? Yeah, let me see. Let me get you a definition. 
Is this? I was I was asking what that story was, and I was laughing. Oh, really? I, I didn't hear anything. Yeah, that's why I said, "Can you guys hear me?" <laughs> pregnant pause, plural. Pregnant pauses, a pause that gives the impression that it will be followed by something significant. Oh, I gotcha. Hmm. Pregnant yeah, pause. Wow, that's a, I've never actually heard of that before, that, but it makes sense. It was a meme on an old podcast I used to listen to because they'd randomly just stop talking just to <laughs> mess with everyone to make them think like their phone glitched out, <laughs> and they just keep talking like nothing happened, <laughs> and they, they called it pregnant pause. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I finally got a part-time job. Oh! I'm going oh back my to no, don't, don't up clap. right now. Don't clap. I'm don't clapping. Where's it at? Where's it at? It's at it's at uh Stafford Hospital. Oh dang. I have to work what are you in doing the, there. I gotta work in the cafeteria. Oof. Yeah. I was hoping that mm. I wouldn't have to go back to those types of jobs, but hey, my man, situation calls what you for gotta it. do. Yep. Yeah. What you and gotta do. And if you end up wanting to do computer stuff for them, you now will have, you know, some history I, with them. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that, though, because, like, I already had a I already had a. Uh, I was crushing a bottle. That? Sorry. Oh. Um, I already had an interview with uh, with that company my dad works for. So, I mean, I just don't because they're like because they want me to come and work for them. It's just that I don't meet the qualifications. And so I'm just going to go back to school get my bachelor's and then uh, hopefully get an internship with them and then work for them. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and graduate with a 4.0 GPA. That's my goal. You could do it. I'm going to try. I'm going to stop being a lazy douchebag and uh, actually take charge for once in my life. Big crowd. So <clears throat> that's exciting, Nick. It's really exciting. Yep. Then I can finally stop pirating all of the different stuff I've done. Or you can keep pirating, save the money, buy a car. Oh yeah, I actually gotta. We gotta. I gotta look for a car um, as well. <sighs> and um, I was hoping that you guys would help me out with that. Because I, I don't want a repeat of my last car, because the last the car, Volvo? yeah, my my yeah. Well, here's the, here's the trick: don't buy a Volvo. <laughs> if only I had knew, known that four years. If ago. If anyone listening to this podcast drives a Volvo, I hate you. <laughs> you can take that to the bank. I actually robbed the bank one time. Yeah, I was there. Oh yeah, you were there outside, of course. Wait, yeah. I was uh, I was waiting in line. Yeah, Nick calls me up. He's like, "Hey, you want to go to Funland?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he goes, "Uh, he's like, cool. Can you pick me up?" I was like, "Yeah, no problem." He goes, "Hey, can we stop by the bank on the way there?" I was like, "No problem, bro." Yeah. So I pull up. He goes, "I'll be right back." Gets out of the car. Like five minutes later, alarms going crazy. This dude comes running out. He's like, "Drive, drive, drive." He's like, "Someone's robbing the bank." I was like, "Oh crap!" So I'm like flooring it. We're flying. And I was like, "Dude, did you see what the guy looked like?" And he said. Yeah, he's right here. And he held up two giant bags of money. And then we were like, hey! And then we went and had the coolest day at Funland in my entire life. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, um... <laughs> um yeah. It's some damn good tea, dude. Um, how was your week? I think John's dead. Yeah, John, why are you not speaking? John's dead, dead. (sighs) This man. Um, so, um, have you guys, uh, or, um, have you, um, uh, do you know what's going on with, uh, Jerry Falwell? Yeah. Yeah. You like, you know why he's like, he's resigning? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know? No, I mean, I mean, yeah, sure. We can talk about it. I mean, I kind of Did already. You already know. I mean, I already know, but we'll just we can talk about it just because the pool boy. You know about the pool boy. Pool boy, what? Oh, he doesn't yeah. know then. I mean, I know, I know, 
I know. Also, the, wait, yes, John, you know about the pool boy? I, dude, my siblings go to that college. Of course, I know about the pool boy. Oh yeah. Okay, real quick. R.I.P. Anyone who goes to that college. Go put myself in a closet and see if that helps because it won't be as echoey. But I could also talk to you guys. Okay. Let me see if this sounds. Also, we're getting a little tour of my house. Nope, this closet's too loud. What about this closet over here? I turn on the light. Right? How is this? Um, is it less echoey. There's still a little jar. Uh, it sounds fine. It sounds okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm literally okay. I'm literally in a supply closet. Can I real quick describe my like location? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so there are a whole bunch of big old buckets of paint that have not been used. There is a vacuum cleaner in front of me. There is vacuum cleaning supplies. There is a big box of baking soda. There's a broom. Um, there's a big shelf with old paintbrushes and containers on it. Um. There is the hatch to the, um, I believe, like, drainage and septic tank in front of me. There's pipes. Um, and there's also a bunch of pool cues. And I'm standing on a cutout of carpet that we ended up not using because we had extra. So we put it in here. And it's the stairs are to my right, basically. So there's, like, a slant. But then there, it kind of flattens out. And there's one solitary light in here. Um, I am in Harry Potter's room. Hmm. Hold on. I'm going to take a video of it and send it to you guys on Snapchat. <laughs> or actually, I'll just take a video, save it, and send it to the Discord. Okay. Um, so basically, my understanding is that he was caught cheating on his... on. Well, no, he wasn't caught cheating on his wife. No. But he he liked watching his wife have... Uh, inter- With the pool boy. Who's this yeah, pool boy person? They met this pool boy at a hotel. And they went into business with him, and then uh, it came out that he liked uh, he liked watching the pool boy uh, rail his wife. <laughs> though after that, it came out too that like the wife ended up like screwing a bunch of his friends or something. I don't know. It was bad. The whole thing is bad. Mm, you know what I say? That guy was a farewell to Farwell. Wait, what? He really is. He's a he really moron. Is. Farewell to Farwell. But anyway, um. <laughs> okay, well, for all you people who uh, who hate manga, you can tone out. You can tune out now because for the next three hours, we're going to talk about that nutshell. Nice <laughs> <laughs> you can all hop early. Can I? Can I uh, bring it back to a discussion about uh, manga? Gay sex. Oh. No, we're not allowed to talk gay, about that no, anymore. No, no, it was gay sex manga. No, we're not allowed oh, to talk anymore okay. about manga. All right. It's, it's a forbidden topic. All right, fine. Um, yeah, uh, but, yeah, now we got crazy. something else to talk about, yeah. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Would you, you guys think that, does that, is that a deal play? Let me, let me ask you guys something. Mm. If someone... Someone. If one, of, if your significant other said mm. that they would like to watch you, um, uh, have intercourse with someone other than them, and that's like pleasurable to them sexually, would you be like okay with it? Eh, probably not. No. Well, I don't think like uh, like whatever. More power to you if that's what you're into. But it's more of just like. Uh, I don't know. Like, what's the? I don't know, man. You don't have to be into everything that uh, significant others into. Hmm. I think that's a little bit of a. I don't know. You should always be wary about bringing more people into a relationship. It's going to cause problems down the road. Hmm. Hmm. Because someone's going to wind up getting their feelings hurt. True. Um. Yeah. That's right. Um, John, can you hear me? It's just me and you, Nick. <laughs> can you hear me now? We can hear yeah. you now. Okay, I think I figured out what the problem is. 
What's the problem? Push to talk. If I know, if I go to any other app other than Anchor, it cuts me off. But you guys On still can phone? talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably need to. That's because it probably doesn't have permission to run in the background. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, um, kind of like what Mason was saying. Um, I would not, you know, tell somebody else like, "Oh, that's awful that you do that." You know, I. Yeah, just, no more power to you if you're into it. Not my personal preference. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, there's a dead spider on the ground. This is terrifying. I dare you to hmm. eat it. Yeah, um, I dare you to no. eat a spider. Eat I it. would actually stab myself before I ate eat the spider. I, really? Okay, stab yourself. All right, yeah, fine. Stab yourself. Do it. You're not making me stab myself. Do it. Like if somebody gave me a knife and said, do it. stab yourself or I'll kill somebody else or eat the spider, I'd stab myself. But I don't do have it. to right now. Wait. Nope. Not dating it. Wait, you're saying that you wouldn't, um, you'd rather stab yourself than eat a spider? Yes. Why? I mean, I'd, that's wacky. Eating a spider is I'm not, not saying, nearly as bad. I'm not as saying where yourself. I'm. I'm not saying where I'm stabbing myself or how far or how bad. I'm just saying I've stabbed myself. Yeah, but stabbing implies penetration. Yeah, I got stabbed with a pencil once. I've been stabbed with a knife before. It was embedded in my knee. I think I remember that. That happened at an Astra, didn't it? Nope. I thought it did. Nope. Where did it happen? At my house. Who did it? Really? Was it you? Yeah, it was kind of a weird situation. It was Why like, you... so I dropped, I like my pencil, I set it on the table and started rolling off like my desk. So like before it was completely off, I knew it was about to fall. So I got up as it was falling and my, it caught on my knee and I like, and then it made connection with the top of the desk as I was getting up and it just pushed it into my knee. How? I know it was quite a weird, random uh, turn of events. Hmm. And it was like one of those like very strange, like I said, turn of events. Here you go, Nick. It was a perfect car for you. But uh, oh yeah, look, Maver- awesome. Maverick Lee is selling it, bro. This is uh, is Mason me. just sent me a picture of a 1997 Volkswagen Jetta for fifteen hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah. I flipped over just for a second to see it. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I'm, I'm literally sitting in the closet with just. I'm just sitting in the closet with my phone right now because I can't as bring long my as computer it's reliable in here. and doesn't break down after two years. Hmm. <laughs> Dude, dude. I, dude, I remember that car. You'll have to pay a lot to get a car that won't break dude, down. Dude, I paid $5,000 for that. Yeah, you got ripped off, bro. I, I remember uh, when, like, whenever it would rain. So whenever it rained, all of the water that landed on my car would seep into, my, into like, the interior. And then every single time, like, every morning, that water would evaporate. And it would fog up my windows from, like, the inside. So every summer I would just have fogged up windows and then every winter I, I would have like a frozen interior as well as an exterior. Pretty that's, hard. Dude, that's awful. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it's so bad. I remember uh, one time I came, uh, I came out of class from Germana and then I opened the door and there was just a big puddle of water where the, um, the uh, car pedals were. And I was just like, what the crap? is this and so i just kind of thought nothing of it um so yeah hmm. well, you just kind of thought nothing yeah of it. i thought it was like oh you know this is just you know normal i'm sure everyone deals with this <laughs> oh my goodness Nick. i was pretty naive back mm. in 2016 mm-hmm. man not gonna lie yeah, you, need a, you need to get a you need to get a budget and get you a, a nice car mm-hmm you might honestly your best bet. I don't I don't recommend this at all ever to anyone, but for you I think you might just want to like get a car and get it like on a payment plan like from CarMax or something. Well, I'm going to. So cuz it would get you something super reliable and you can you don't have to pay it all up front. Well, basically what's That's gonna, what I did. Well, basically my my parents said that they would like help me out and and buy me a car, but I have to pay them back um uh monthly. So I, I like I have to oh. Pay them up front um, every single month until I pay back. Like yeah, so payment plan. Yeah, basically. 
All right. Well, just get something cheap and reliable. That's what I'd say. Don't nothing too fancy. Well, what's cheap and reliable? Uh, uh, Corollas and Camrys, Hondas. It has to be under ten hundred k. Has to be under a hundred thousand miles. Well, yeah. Yeah. Are you looking like something from a dealership or something? Something from, from a uh, dealership. Not oh, a dealership. Works. You swear a dealership. What'd you say? I said something from a dealership and not Craigslist. Oh, then yeah, just go to the dealership and look for something reliable. Camrys, yeah. Corollas. Corollas are cheap and reliable. Camrys are a little more premium and reliable. Hondas are solid. Um, your best bet would be CarMax, probably. Yeah. Um, I like my Jeep. My Jeep wasn't that expensive. What year is that Jeep? Anyway? Renegade is pretty nice. My Jeep is a 2015. Oh, nice. Actually, Dude, I got it for a steal, too, because it only had, like, 40000 How much was it? I got it. Huh? How much was it? Oh, dude, I only, I got it. So I had, granted, I got, I had six grand to put forth in, but yeah, so you get that um, I got it for like 14. Hmm. That's what Connor paid. That's about, I think, how much Connor paid for his ST, I think. That or 18, well, something like that. Well, six of that was already taken off. So then it was only eight. And I've already almost paid off close to, a third of that, and I've been saving up money to the point where I can almost pay the whole thing off. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's a good car, too. It's The gas mileage is good. Like, some Jeeps aren't that reliable, and they break down, but the Renegades are pretty good. Like, they've got good stars all across the board, and to fill up their tanks, dude, I pay 20 bucks to fill up my tank. How long does it last you? It lasts me about a week, week and a half. Dude, if I, can I use got fifteen weight. on two weeks. Well, you drive like a car that's built to keep going, and you don't go super duper far, do you? I guess I don't, I don't go like crazy far. I have to, yeah. Town. I drive. I drive about an hour every day, yeah, at hey. least. Because of you know how far out I live from stuff. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not bad. Um. Hmm. Uh, what did you want to talk about? A topic, John. Kind of already I, talked about. I had a couple. I had a couple things. Um, the first one that I wanted to ask you guys because I was sitting down and um, I was listening to some music the other day, and I was thinking like because we kind of talked a little bit before about how we all have like varieties of music that we like today. And we weren't talking about this on the podcast. We were just talking about it. But I was wondering, what kind of music did you guys, like, grow up with? Um, and then, like, has your has your taste in music changed? And how how much of a part of a life, of your life, is music? Like, do you use it every day? Do you use it only for specific things? Do you only listen to music and do nothing else while you're listening to music? Because I know some people like that. Um, but I also know some people who just don't like music at all which blows my mind. Yeah. Um, me personally, I grew up because like I had such a huge, I had such a huge, um, like fuck authority type of attitude growing up, especially when I was in, in high school and middle school, man, like in middle school, I was a mess. I would just constantly, I, I would always try to present myself as just like this rebel type. And I would always just try to do things just because it's like, against the quote-unquote rules. And so I always, like, me crossing the highway with, you know, my brother and Mason. Like, that's a perfect example. Like, I would do it because, like, it's just, like, I'm sticking it to the man, you know? Um, uh, yeah, and if you got hit, you'd be sticking to the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I, I really typically uh, um, geared more towards, like, punk rock and like a lot of punk music. Um, mm. uh, and so I've listened to that like a, uh, for a while, like like through my middle school and then like my high school years and then maybe my early college years were all just sort of like me trying to present myself in like this, 
you know, oh, fuck authority, you know, fuck the, you know, patriarch. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I didn't actually Nixon say feminist and a rebel and a rebel. <laughs> um, uh, but um, nowadays I mostly listen to like rap and um, classic music and then like anime mm. openings. So do you, how often do you listen to music? Like do you listen to music while doing certain things or is it just like you just put it on? I usually do it while I'm listening to certain, I usually just put it on while I'm like browsing social media or like when I'm doing schoolwork or something like that. Okay. I don't usually do it whenever I'm reading though. Cause it kind of distracts me. Gotcha. So. But you Mason. Oh, actually, real quick before we get to Mason, do you have any, like, specific songs that, like, make you feel a certain way? That, like, they, like, you have a memory of, like, something that happened with this song? Or if you put the song on, you're like, oh, this song, just... Mm. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think that I have, there are some songs where I'm, like, I get a lot of nostalgia from just because I used to listen to it back in the day. Um... Um, but I mean, I think people feel that way with like, with every type, with like all music, really. Oh yeah, like really, like a song, it evokes a, a sort of feeling. So, hmm. Mm. What about you, Mason? Hmm. Uh, I um, oldies and uh, pop growing up. Oldies. What do you mean by oldies? Like oldies music well, i mean yeah but like, like there's a whole 70s, bunch of different types. 80s 90s like rock or blues or, or i guess 60s 70s 80s not no just oldies music oldies rock pop whatever mm. just oldies music mm. is it still that way now or what do you listen to now um mostly like indie lo-fi rap about it. Hmm. Oh, you listen to country too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I never. There's some good country. Probably, that's probably the most dominant genre I listen to right now. Really? Because I got like I got like Stockholm syndrome when I had the my old sports car because I had a small I had a short antenna for stylistic purposes, um, and it only got like two stations, which was either, uh, I think 101.5, which runs commercials 24/7. Or 104.5, which is Thunder. And they, they, I will give them this. They run, like, music. They barely ever run commercials. So I would just listen to that because it's better to listen to music than commercials. And then I got unironically hooked on it. And now I just listen to country most of the time. That's actually really cool. I like so, some I don't know, of the old... Like Screamo is the only genre I don't really care for, so I don't really care what the music is other than Screamo. Yeah. That just gives I me think... a headache. I think something you brought up too that makes a lot of sense is like people's favorite genre or favorite song, especially when it comes to music, can usually like flip flops between like what's going on at the moment or like what they're feeling or, you know, just sometimes it changes. Like for me, for a long time, my favorite genre was country. And now more recently, it's more kind of like rock and pop and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, I swear, country's a depressing genre of music. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, insanely so. I'd say it's arguably the most depressing genre of music. Eh. I think no, the SoundCloud rap, rap genre is, is kind of overtaking nope. that. My dog died. I disagree. My wife left me. Because I, 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 I listen to XXX and all the other big SoundCloud boys like uh, Juice and everyone else, and I, I still think country's more of a depressing... It's not where... It's different than like sad boy music, which I think SoundCloud rap is. It's like just sad music. Like yeah. country music just has a sad message to it, like a very low, like just life's kind of pointless tinge to it. It's not just like, man, I really been having a rough couple months. It's like, like nothing you want to do is gonna work out. <laughs> Everything sucks, and everyone's gonna leave you. <laughs> and any yeah, enjoyment you find in life is gonna destroy another part of your life. <laughs> Yeah, might as well drink. Yeah, it's just like every song. But the thing is, they people don't notice this because of how upbeat tones usually are in country music and stuff. 
it's like disguise. The more you listen to lyrics, you're like, oh dang, like this is pretty. And Are plus, you mumble old rap can't different? be that depressing because you can't understand what they're saying. Well, I'm not talking about talking mumble old? mumble rap. I'm just talking about like um. Most SoundCloud rappers mumble rap though, dude. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's like a couple like Juice and stuff that were pretty clear, but like most of it X, you know, um, uh, Little Peep, all these guys. 69. Like there's more. Yeah, six nine. Like it's just very mumbly. Dude, I, I, I gotta ask y'all a question. Uh, um, so you guys, you guys know who Six Nine is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen him, like his face? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would y'all do if, like, uh, if your daughter brought a guy who looks like Six Nine home, and she was like, "Oh, this is my, you know, boyfriend. I wanted you to introduce you all to him." I'd get to know him because I don't judge people by appearances. But like with face tattoos though, and like, I don't know. I, dude, I've known a lot of chill guys who look whack. Yeah, I think I've known I a lot of guys who look very prim and proper and are complete douchebags. So yeah, but I mean, that, I yeah. I'd rather get to know him. But I mean, like, I'd want to make sure he has a stable job though, because you're not going to get a job with face tattoos <laughs> easily. But like, you get like, do you guys think that um um agree with the sentiment that like that it's well i mean obviously it's not like the um it's a pretty low bar to set when uh basing your opinion of someone on uh but do you you guys do think that like the attitude of a person um uh um is revealed through how they uh i guess maybe maybe not like um how they present themselves correct yeah present themselves um, I think you can tell a lot by how someone carries or presents themselves, but it's never going to be, that's all, it's always a, going to be surface level. Yeah. Like, I kind of agree, agree with Mason because, um, and it also depends on what your predest your predisposition to believe what certain looks portray. Like, do people with tattoos, are they not as smart? Are they more prone to... I guess you could say more criminal related stuff. Like what's your, what's your, what's your outlook on what that look, if someone wears black, are they more somber, depressed or, you know, like you gotta, you know, you gotta, like, it depends on what everyone's going to have their own personal opinion and worldview on what a certain look means. So, hmm. you know, like it, it, there's so many factors into that necessarily you know mm -hmm. like i don't know what do you think what, what were you saying who me yeah like you're well i think that there is some credence to um to like how people um especially maybe um because like you have to like because like there's a style to how a person um, views themselves as. Mm -hmm. So like if I believe that I'm a really hardcore, you know, gangster, I'm gonna like you know dressed in that particular way, um, because it's part of like a culture, you know. I guess yeah. Well, maybe not a culture, but like a an attitude, and you want to try to like. But then you're also at the same time assuming that everyone who might be dressed that way is a hardcore gangster. I guess that's true. Like that's what it goes back to. But then, when I was but that opinion tattoos, is based like, off of. Uh, do, do having tattoos symbolize that you are of a rougher crowd? Well, what is the tattoo of? Just tattoos in general. Just tattoos in general. Like, do tattoo? You were saying if they came, if someone came over with like face tattoos or anything like that. Like, just would do do having you not specifying what the tattoos might be. Like, just tattoos in general mm -hmm. indicate that you view tattoos as being more of a someone having tattoos being more of a, I guess, rougher crowd and un undes not undesirable but unpleasant crowd that you wouldn't want your daughter to be with. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I personally don't believe that, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah, but I'm saying like, 
Yeah, you have to like there. I think how you present your like it is closely tied together. It's it's kind of the chicken or the egg thing. It's how you present yourself, put you in a category, or do you present yourself a certain way because you are in a category? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you know, like I said, it's kind of chicken or the egg scenario where it's like, you know, what comes first, I guess. Mm. And then if someone dresses a certain way that belongs to another group, do they now belong to that group, even though it wasn't intentionally unnecessarily their decision? Well, hmm. Like if I started wearing, if I, if I wore mostly black tomorrow, am I now emo? Am I, you know, like, am I, you Well, there would saying? definitely be a, well, I think the main difference is, is that does this person dress like this often? Because if you just came in with all black, I'm assuming, oh, well, he's just, that's just coincidental or he, you know. Yeah, but what if you don't black. know me? What if I don't know you? Yeah. I'm just going to assume that, um, I'm not really going to assume nothing. I mean, well, I mean, what, what is your, like, um. I come in wearing all black. You would probably assume. Like I'm even your hair and like you have uh, like piercings and stuff like that? Well, I just have a black hat on. No real piercings. Real quick. Real quick. Catch me up. What's, what's happening? Um, we're just uh, discussing. We're just discussing the. We're, I'm discussing like, the fact that is a does a person's belief dictate a style, or does a style put them into a certain group? Ooh. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, is how you dress put you in a group, or is it because you are a part of a group that is how you dress? Okay, and, and I propose the question, Nick. If I walked in the room wearing all black clothes. What would you, what would the your reaction be if you never knew me? If you just was your first experience with me, and I just walked in wearing black hat, black jeans, black shirt, whatever. Well, I think um, I would probably. Hmm. I don't think I would think anything really like. I don't think I would really think anything of it, but I would assume that you are like trying to. I would assume that you are part of some sort of culture or group. Which you would be incorrect because I'm not. Here's well, the thing, though. I, I think because I'm going to be completely honest. I think for a half second, I would, too. But I think everyone assumes something immediately. Now, does that mm -hmm. assumption like dictate how they interact with this person not necessarily and not all it's the time unconscious bias exactly and i think everyone does it like even yeah people of course like, that's why it's like oh i don't judge bias. people like that's such a bullcrap like no everybody does mm -hmm. but i agree with nick in that like i agree I with what nick's trying were... to say is like go ahead go ahead nick I think if you were like if you, I think if you had like a like dyed hair that was like I don't know uh like black or something like that or like red and you had like piercings and stuff like that I would probably make the assumption that you are part of like a specific maybe not group but like a you're part of a specific culture He has a specific worldview that well, he I'm, expresses through his style Well well, I don't think that I don't think that like emo is a world view. I think that that's just like a, it's a it's an artistic um, uh, choice. I think. I mean, yeah. I'm not arguing that emo is a world view. I'm just saying um, a I lot would, of people I would, would argue. I would, I would. I would think that he would. He is a part of a particular subculture within like you know society yeah society okay so what was your point with all that mason or your thought <laughs> wait what <laughs> what was your thought or point with all of that what point with you walking in in like all black clothes Oh, I was just saying, uh, my point was you can't judge someone by uh, how they look. I agree. <laughs> I was just, well, I was just I, further well, I mean, throwing out more extrapolation off Nick's beginning point with saying, because I was just further, Nick's original point indicates that he views 
society, I guess, views that if you have a face tattoo, you're a rough person and you wouldn't want your daughter to be with him. That was my whole point of this whole conversation was just well, further I guess maybe, reframing that. Well, I guess I wouldn't say that like face tattoos is like a no um, – is a deal breaker. But I guess maybe someone who presents themselves the way uh, six nine presents himself. That, I, that's probably what I, I – uh, my better phrase of that question. If six nine walked in with you. <laughs> well, if, if basically someone who acts like him does. Okay, yeah, that's a so whole different question. That's, yeah. yeah, that's an entirely different question. Yeah, that's just question. I, that's just asking, would you be fine with some with six nine dating your daughter? That's a whole no. different question than, if, uh, than the original. Yeah, one. I probably should have phrased that. At, it's okay though, because like, it's a good discussion. Because like, at what point? Like, it's a, it, it's another question that you actually kind of that Mason kind of brought up, which is like, does someone who dresses a certain way does that influence how they act, or is the way that somebody acts influence the way that they dress and we kind of hit on that and like no we've met a lot of douchey preppy people and we've met a lot of really chill rough looking people Mm. and then there is some that fit what society would deem as the stereotype you know like there's some preppy people who are pretty boring and chill and then there's some rough looking people who are rough it's just kind of i think when it goes back to that main question of would you let your daughter date somebody who has face tattoos and looks really rough, it depends on how they carry themselves, and it depends on who they are as a person. Like, if if they look rough, but they're really cool, and obviously, like, that's that's like, their I choice of how to look that way. Someone like Post Malone, because he has face tattoos and he seems like a chill guy. Yeah, but like. You wouldn't want your date, your daughter dating someone who has, like, hell, I wouldn't want my daughter to date, like, um, I'm trying to think of a, a nice-looking guy who's who's actually really bad. Um, I don't know. But, like, I wouldn't want my daughter to date someone who looked fine and who looked presentable and stuff and was secretly a drug dealer. I'd be like, get out of my house, you know? Like, <laughs> hmm. It just kind of depends. I wanted to date a good man. I don't care what he looks like. Hmm. <clears throat> as long as he ain't got no face tattoo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but is that, I mean, I mean, would you though? Because, no, it's like, not a deal breaker. Face, but face tattoos, it's not a deal breaker for me. But if like she was going to marry someone with face tattoos. That's okay. Because that's not. It was a crap, bro. Well, it's not my life. <laughs> Hers. Also, she can make however many good or bad decisions she wants. I would say currently, I would say it doesn't matter to me. My opinion might change as a father. I really hope it wouldn't. But currently, I feel like you know what? If he's a good dude, it's okay. That is their life. Hmm. You know, my Hell. opinion won't change when I'm a dad because I'm not going to be one. So, boom, <laughs> staying the same. <laughs> Even when, even if you get married, though, even if you get married, no, I don't want kids at all, dude. No, kid free. (laughs) Uh, I'm convinced kids. kids, I'm convinced kids aren't for everyone, and there's nothing wrong with that. I I, agree with Mason. Actually, you don't want kids. No, I really want kids, but I, I think that kids aren't for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think you got to understand that you got to be. You got to understand your own limits and, uh, as a human being. And if you aren't like, you if you don't want a kid, you're not going to be a good dad for your kid. So they're not going to want. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. Just mess no, them I got up. You. So I think you got to understand your own limits as a human being and as your as a person and yourself and know that yeah. you know what, kids wouldn't be a good decision for me, both for me and that future kid. Mm-hmm. Now. I would argue that there are some people on both sides of the camps of people who like like kids or who want kids because there are people who don't want kids who like kids. But um, there are people who want kids and there are people who don't want kids that try and impress their beliefs on others. You know, like well, there's always going to be a group are, of people that try who are to like, I hate children. Why don't you hate children? Or people who like children who are like, what do you mean you're not going to have kids? How dare you? And it's just like, I think, everybody... I think it's more the other side. I've never seen someone be like, uh, why do you have kids? It's more of like, I always see the group of, 
what do you mean you're not going to have kids? It's like it's oh, like yeah. it's a societal like demand that you if you don't have kids, you're a piece of crap. Well, that's basically. that's just based off of yeah. tribal instincts. Maybe I don't because know. like way early on, like you you wanted to have kids because you wanted to have more sons because that would um, increase your family line. Yeah. So I mean, that's sort of like that's always been a thing with society. Yes, I guess to an extent, yeah. Because I mean, but it was more like, like I think I think that society's reached a point where there's so much. There was also a need to have tons of kids because the pop, like you, people would die off so rapidly. Like you'd have twenty kids and like maybe one or two of them would make it. Like we're in a whole different world. I think we're pushing on the verge of overpopulation. To be honest, I think there's nothing wrong with just wanting to do you and not have a kid. I think there's plenty of kids in the world. We're not going to run out of people anytime soon. You know, if you want a kid, have a kid. If you don't want a kid, don't have a kid, and just leave everyone alone. <laughs> Yeah, two more thoughts with that. Are Control like, your children too. Yeah, yeah. Like Long that should be a, that should, on the leash. We need that should be. A, if you're gonna be a parent, you need to be a good parent. Good yeah. Board. Yes, you need you need to be a hundred percent on board. None of this like sure mentality. Yeah. It's like that's like that's another of, life. You can't just be like none of hey. this. Just handing the kid like an iPad. And then you know, walking away for a couple. Yeah, like of hours. if you want to, if you want to have kids, you gotta be committed to having kids. Yeah, and you gotta want to hear you, you complaining all the them. time because you chose this. You gotta discipline them when they treat people like shit. Mm. Yeah, or like, also, I, I hate, I hate the mentality with parents who are like, I cannot wait to get rid of my kids and send them to college. Like, yeah, like it's so, it's like, it's like it was a, it was, a, it was like a task. Like you have yeah. to have a kid, and then you, have, and then you're just like. Oh, I can't wait till I'm out of this this prison. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm just saying. There's nothing hey. wrong with trying to figure out your own life and never having kids. You don't need kids to figure anything out. It's not like some magic thing that you just get bestowed upon your future. <laughs> that if you have a kid, it unlocks some secret. Yeah. You got, like if you just want to do you and further focus on yourself hobbies and figuring out what life means to you or in the greater picture you go and do it and if you want to just have a kid and do that invest in that and do that (laughs) now i do have a question to ask you guys because a a friend of mine was talking about this recently and it it might seem controversial to some people i certainly hope not but so he was talking recently and he was talking with a friend of his who has um dogs and and they don't have kids, which is fine. He's like, that's cool. That's your choice. That's cool. He's on the same wavelength as we are. However, they started arguing. I think I love my dog as much as you love your children, and I think my dog's life is as important and as your kid's life. And he was like, LMAO. Yeah, he was like, no. Like <laughs> he was like, no, not even close. Yeah. If if there was a if there was a basket of puppies about to be run over by a car and then there was a three year old, I would you bet your bottom dollar I'm saving the three year old. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In the end, dogs are just no matter how much you want to love your dog, it is a stupid basic animal that only cares about eating and sleeping (laughs) and going to the bathroom. This is like a, a actual human being that's capable of higher thought and doing things. Contributing to society. Yeah, it's actually – yeah, I'm not – no, 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 no. I think I am insulted by this very opinion of saying that an animal is as, as – weighs as much as a human soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Value. Hmm. Oh my Thank goodness, you. that's some PETA level stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you some agree, because I'm like, nonsense. that's insane. Like, there's no oh way. Oh my goodness, dude. I swear, animal owners, dude, they're a whole different brand. <laughs> I think it's fine that they love their animals as much as they do. That's totally fine. I do think, though, that when it gets to the point where you love animals more than you love people, there's a problem. Like, a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's I thought messed that, up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting point. Oh, my goodness. Mercy me. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So, Nick. Yeah. I think, actually, real quick. 
I think another point to make as far as like having kids and stuff like that, I think so many people are obsessed with the idea of the kid that I have has to be mine. When in reality, yeah, like, really into, like, there are so many kids that need to be adopted and fostered in this That's world. That's another thing. Like, I have this, I have an ethical dilemma with having a kid when there are already so many kids that don't. Like, I understand wanting to, like, have your own kid and, like, mix those genes and figure out what happens. But at the same point, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, it's just, there's got to be an ethical problem with, like, all these kids that don't have homes. And you're just like, I'm going to make a new one. <laughs> Well, also, what's funny is like I was talking about this with a um, with a Christian friend recently, and um, they were talking about like how they were arguing like pro life and poor choice, uh, pro life versus pro choice, and like we don't have to get into the whole argument right now because it's it's complicated. But one point that I brought up is like, what about like adopting people like would you be willing quality of life for people born already (laughs) yeah like would you would you would you adopt a kid that's already been you know that instead of would you adopt that kid that needed that you're arguing should live and they're like well i mean i'm not in a position right now too and i know a lot of other people that aren't i'm like i get that but at the same time like then shut up (laughs) yeah think of how many people don't have an opinion if it doesn't apply to you. <laughs> yeah, how think of how many people that could like adopt kids like, don't, and they just argue the point because they believe it's right. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong in this moment. Like that's a topic for a whole other day. But I will argue. I think a lot of people that fight pro life, if they really meant it, they should adopt. <laughs> like, dude, I mean. Everyone's a hypocrite, okay? It doesn't matter exactly. Who you are. That's why I hate. I hate, dude. My biggest. I hate people who are hypocrites, dude. That's my biggest thing. I, I will. I will give everyone a, a chance and a time of day. But the second you you go against one of your own beliefs, it drives you off the wall. Like when a shift manager corrects me on something that I'm supposed to do, I'm like, okay. Like that's. I understand. That's your job. I should be better, blah, blah, blah. But then if they do, if they cut a corner, I'm, I'm mad. I officially have no respect for them anymore. Because if, you got, if you're going to have an opinion and impose it on someone and believe it so much, and then you're going to like – you're going to go back on it for yourself or something, or you're going to do something like that, have a double standard, be a hypocrite, I have no respect for you anymore as a human being. Hmm. Biggest pet pe- – this is the only thing that irks me in this entire world. I'm willing to forgive and get over all this stuff, but dude, I double standards. No, it's my one. That's my line on the very edge of the world. <laughs> all the stuff I'll, I'll let slide or I'm okay with. It's double standards are the last, my line. Yeah. Cause it's not fair. Like at all. It's not, it has nothing to do with fairness. I just hate when people go against their own, like when someone believes something so much and will argue it and all this stuff, but then they're, they're willing to just like, flip-flop on it that instantly i'm like dude it drives me up the wall that's why i that's why the second you have an opinion you've lost second you hold an opinion so strong you're already going to lose because anyone can find it's the quickest way it's easier to pick apart an argument than form one that's why yeah. in debates or in roasts or anything all you have to do is just the other the second someone claims the ground it, they've lost because they have a they have a platform you can attack. If they don't know it, if you don't have a set in stone thing, then you don't you're not held in any box or to any platform or anything like that. You can move however you want. So you're saying the disadvantage is to claim the hill, and the advantage is to wait for it's somebody to claim warfare. it. That way you it's can attack. Warfare. It's harder to keep a kingdom or a country assigned and than it is to destroy one. It goes oh, back yeah, to our conversation we had about narcissism. Because if you claim the hill and you feel so strongly about your claim on the hill. Then... You have opened yourself up to weakness and attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why when I wrote, when I get into roast battles nowadays, I don't even, I don't react to anything they say about me. And I just further use it to attack them. Like it's almost like, it's like flow. It's like the, uh, what was that old uh, Tai Chi art or whatever? It's like flowing where basically you use the momentum of the punch to hit a, to hit another punch yeah basically you used your opponent's force to attack him 
Yeah. That's my art of – that's how I roast people nowadays. I, like, take their insult in spades and accept it and even acknowledge it, and then I'll use it to attack them. Like, if someone, like, insults me, I either double down on the insult and turn it back on them, or I will, I will like, basically make fun of – their insult and how like petty or how like low class it was <laughs> like someone say for instance i got into an argument and someone very very poor roaster was like oh uh, what'd they say they're like dude you're uh you're not even a real man you probably pee sitting down and then my response was bro you really gonna flex pee standing up <laughs> <laughs> like it's to take the absurdity of their own position and turn it on, turn it on its head. Yeah. Or being, what was it? He probably, what was it? He said something about, oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, this dude uh, probably gets in, uh, probably gets enjoy, or he's late to. How do you do it? He either said he's late. To, I think he's like, this dude gets enjoyed or enjoys being rammed by his uncle. And I said, hey man, I gotta make do. I don't have a wife and a strap on like you. <laughs> so like you you take you take the own you take the own insult and accept it and water off a duck's back and then use it to further attack them mason out here with verbal warfare because the, second, the second you start trying to fight against their argument like you're just digging yourself a hole what you do is you just take it deflect it who cares and then use it to attack back you just can't the second so you that's like in roasting or in in roast battles, the second you let something get to you, you lose. Because it's it's like a tear in your armor, and then you just further rip into it to get to it, the inside. Like, you just got to deflect it all, whatever, and then just keep moving forward. Because the second you get heated or you get bothered in a roast war, you're done. Because you're just gonna, they're just going to further tear into you. They're just – roasting is just looking for soft spots. And the second you find one, you've lost. It's, that's a, it's a bad – it's a race, really. It's like a battle between yeah. like verbal snipers. Like it, it the is. Person, it's, the it's person who lands a shot. It's a chess game. Roasting is yeah. a chess game. Everyone's trying to get checkmate. Mm-hmm. And the more you give up, the more the less advantage you have on the field. So if you don't let anything get to you, you don't lose any any pawns, basically. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of like Battleship in a way. Everyone's just throwing out stuff and seeing what hits. When you get a hit, it's all over. Yeah, dude. So, dude. Yeah, I got into a really good roast battle the other night. With you? But uh, we won't get into that. Oh, so, okay. We won't get into that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone insulted me, and I was a little, a little buzzed, and I kind of let them have it. They utterly, in my personal opinion, and the people present, destroyed this dude's life. Um, but we're just going. Was let this it at pass the Smash tournament? <laughs> no, it was not. Oh. But uh, yeah, do that. I do that every other week. The Smash tournament's fun. Where did you? Is it near? Uh, is that Game Haven near my house? No, I do it at my. It's uh the guys that play video games with. We do a LAN party, Smash oh. tournament every couple weeks. Oh, hmm. that's cool. So it's pretty. That's yeah, it's cool. pretty fun. It's usually just yeah. It's it's pretty pretty good. Pretty high stakes. Lots of drinks. Lots of <laughs> lots of chips. Good times. I think we killed a twenty pack. This time, nice. so yeah, it was it was a uh, always a good evening. It goes to like usually to like two in the morning, something like that. One, two, three. Dang. Yeah, it's a good time. Anyway, the art of roasting. The art of roasting. The art of the roast. No, what it was is, it? There's the title. Yeah. The art of the roast. roast matters. Yeah, the, the art, art of the, roast. the art of the roast. <laughs> Yeah, call oh, me Bobby Flay the way I whipping these up. <laughs> yeah, dude, roasting used to be my life, dude. I used to enjoy that stuff so much. You get good at having like quick responses and quick wit. You can just tear into people. It was good. Mm. It was high stakes, dude. I was good at it too because I didn't let anything get to me. Like I said, so you just kind of like I used to at the beginning. I used to let. I used to get bothered about things. But the trick is, even if you are bothered about it, you can't be bothered about it. There's a difference. Like, every insult is going to hurt. But the thing is, you you it, you acknowledge it hurts, but you it, you don't get bothered by it. Yeah. It's a difference. 
Because some every all, all every comment or roast is hurtful in nature, and you're probably and you're going to get it's going to sting obviously, but you can't be bothered. Once you're bothered, you lose. So it's kind of just you guys gotta be like whatever. Like no one is a hundred percent immune to anything. Like everyone, it's just people who aren't bothered by it. That's the difference. Hmm. Well, I think a roast is is both funny and insulting. Yes, that's the point. But I'm saying in a roast battle. For you to be come out on top, you need to not let you need to not get bothered by things. You need to just let it go, like just whatever. Well, I mean, push I, it off. I, I mean, I've always felt that, like, whenever I've been roasted, I've kind of just laughed because it's like funny, you know. Oh yeah, I, I enjoy getting. I some of my favorite roasts are personal roasts someone's done against me. That stuff's hysterical. Like you also have to have respect for the form, the medium. Yeah. Like I have great – some of my – you know, I have great respect for peace. some people who have roasted me in the just great roasts that they were. <laughs> like it's it's part – you know, you got to take it as what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. People who just like – who are like – try to roast all the time but get all heated when they get roasted back. Like those are people who just aren't good. Yeah. And then you just further open the door for more roasting. You know, you got to mm-hmm. keep that air tight. got to keep that seal on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway it was some good stuff dude i don't do it much anymore because it's just not worth it roasting is just a very negative uh negative thing whether you're good at it or not yeah i have a really hard not time into that nowadays what'd you say did i have a really hard time doing it and i don't really enjoy doing it like you have to really turn off your brain because it gets pretty nasty and but if you but if you like try to refresh like it's either you got that's why i that's why the really the ones I do good is when I'm like a little buzz and I just like don't care. Like that's because that's when you just let whatever comes come, and you're not like oh I should hold back here or I shouldn't say that, and you just go. So, like I said, I don't really engage nowadays. But every night, every now and then they'll catch me on a night where I'm uh not a hundred hundred, <laughs> and I'll I'll let some slip out, but uh. It is what it, it is. What it is. <laughs> it so, is what it is. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's always it's always a good one. Mm. Hmm. People just get too butt hurt nowadays. At any that comment, is an understatement. Say. Yeah. Yeah. I find. I honestly find. Actually, I don't know if I have enough information to back that up. I'll refrain from saying that. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna step back from this one. I was gonna say I typically find that conservatives get more offended than liberals, actually. But I don't know if I have enough to back that up. I, I, enough hard data. I mean, I I personally think it's both ways. I mean, you're always gonna yeah. Have- that's what I was saying. I think it, I think it's a pretty good split. Yeah. But I just find it funny that a lot of the times. Here's what I meant to say. A lot of the times, uh, hard leaning people who are against like PC culture and people getting easily offended, oftentimes get just as offended yeah, at stuff. Yeah, That's that, what I meant yeah, to say. That, that I agree with. I have like a pretty big conservative friend who's like gun-toting, blah, blah, blah. And like, dude, I swear, this dude goes off of me all the time because I'll make a comment, a side-eyed side comment basically, and he'll just be like, bro, I thought you were my friend. I'm so offended, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, bro, chill, like, chill out. I thought yeah. you were all against this like – it just is so funny. And that's what, again – Double standards drive me up the wall. I just get so annoyed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. People have forgotten how to people properly. Yeah, I'm like, you know, That's because it was being, all in jest, my like, guy. Being rude is like, and being snarky is like popular on social media. Well, not just that. I think people are desperate to be right, and they're desperate for everyone else to agree that they're right. And to conform to what they believe is right. I think that that's sort of like, I think that's always been a thing, but it's never been as bad as it is now. Freedom of speech, dude. Yeah. It's a double edged yeah, sword. Was, that's why, dude. It's a double edged sword. Pain in the butt, dude. <clears throat> uh, people like that, man, drive at the wall. On both sides. Or people who, like, say – dude, and a lot of the time these people say such, a, like, offensive stuff and just be like, you should have known I was joking. And then you say something and they're like, what's wrong with you? I thought we were friends. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, no. I'm like, get off your butt, dude. I'm like, what on earth? 
drives at the wall, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's because they want an excuse to be an asshole, but they don't yes, want to exactly, like. Exactly, Nick. No. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head on that one. Well, it's because they believe what they're saying, like I said, is ultimate truth. They believe that what they're saying is 100% right. So I don't think it is justified. Though. It's not. I, I don't they think. I think it. they just want to be assholes. I think that they well, just. Well, that's what I'm saying is they believe what they're saying is right, so that gives them a reason to be an asshole while being justified in doing so. Mm. Hmm. I gotta do. I gotta tell you guys some stuff once the podcast ends. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Because the um, real, I'm about to spill the real tea. Uh, unfortunately, in the it's podcast. it's not going to be on the air. <laughs> All right, guys. We, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Well, I'll be in Albuquerque. So. Oh, frick! It might be a two week break. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Did we did we want to do Matt next week? We could, sure, maybe. We'll see that's how it works out. I don't know. I don't know if they'll have their Wi-Fi and everything set up. Yeah, so I was gonna say like they might have a lot on their plate. So if yeah, they don't want to we'll do it, see. we don't have to. We'll just see what happens. I will if not, back though. Yeah, and if my if not, in Albuquerque. Yeah, if not, we'll see you guys in two weeks. And how addicted I am on Matt. Well, that's we can uh, we can do like a we can do like a special episode. We can do like maybe we could, we could uh, have um, we could have my brother-in-law come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, no, that's a conversation up. for private. Shut up. Goodbye. <laughs>